Hi guys. Hello. Welcome back to Better Half. Today we're diving into our experience with a newborn. We are almost six weeks into having our first baby, which is crazy because I feel like the first week felt like 10 years and (laughs) then it's kind of flown by a, a little bit since then, I feel like. Yeah, the first week you have the day or two you are in the hospital, which feels like an eternity. Yes. So many things are happening. Then you get to bring the baby home and it's just like re... Uh, it's like a restart. Like you get kind of comfortable doing things in the hospital. And then once you get home, it's like, oh, let's figure out how to do this at home. Yes, for sure. If you missed last week's episode, we talked about our birth story and our time in the hospital and just kind of delved, dove into all that, whatever. We did both for sure. Yeah, we delved and doved. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) but today we're just going to kind of talk about our time from, um, being home and coming home and like you said it was just this sense of okay you know you're in the hospital the nurses are making sure that I'm okay that the baby's okay and everything like that and then you get home and it's all on you and am I okay am I healing okay is the baby okay and everything like that so yeah as I thought through kind of how I want to share about this and even the conversations we've had since we've been home and when we talk about parenting and, and having a baby, I think there's something to clarify at the beginning so then we can be more specific. What, today we're going to kind of talk about like well-being and like uh, just like mental well-being. Well, I think you have a few types of well-being. You have like mental well-being, emotional well-being, physical well-being. And those are the three we're going to kind of talk about today. I think there's also like a spiritual well-being, if you believe in that kind of thing. But somebody could say I'm exhausted or like I'm I'm kind of fried or frazzled or something. And I think it's good to clarify whether you they're kind of, you're talking about physically drained or you mentally just like you can't really focus and, and you're kind of like, how would you describe like mentally like is somebody mentally tired i feel like it's just like physically is like your body you're essentially like your body like i just feel exhausted like my body i'm just don't have energy and mentally it's just like maybe like overstimulation or there's just been so much going on here and there that your brain just feels like overwhelmed and kind of frazzled and yeah you're like tasked out like you just you take care of all these tasks you do the things you have to do but your mind just can't take on really anything else, like For thinking sure. about anything else. That can come from like a lot of something or or new things happening that are new, yeah, new or, experiences. or shocking or, you know, it can just be, I feel like a number of things. And that's something we've tried over the past six weeks to check in with each other. And how are you feeling? How are you feeling yeah. emotionally? How are you feeling physically? Like what if you're fried emotionally like what can we do to fix that do you need to take some time away and I think that is really important because while it is so important to take care of your new baby and give her everything that she needs we also have to make sure that we're well and we're doing okay to be able to take care of ourselves and take care of a new baby as well for sure and then you have emotional well-being which is kind of uh 
your feelings. Are you happy? Are you sad? Um, you can be, I think, and you're more of an emotional being than I am. So I feel like you kind of can explain more about like the emotional side of things. But like, I just know it's like happy, sad. You can be emotionally like tired or kind of worn out, but like physically you feel fine. Yeah, totally. I feel like in this experience, especially hormones play a large factor into your emotional well-being. So some of the feelings that you can be feeling, you can pinpoint and you know, you're just like, oh, I'm sad that I haven't gotten a lot of sleep or, or that I haven't gotten to do some things for myself. Or I'm so happy that we're a family and we're getting to watch this little baby grow or, you know, things like that. But there is also this aspect, which I wasn't really aware of. And I think that's why it felt so important to me to share with others. But there's this factor of emotional well-being that kind of comes from like your hormones. So it's things I dealt with this the first few days we got home from the hospital. But in a sense, it's it's something that you don't fully have control over. So there's some emotions going on and you're feeling certain things in certain ways and you can't necessarily pinpoint it to fix it. So if I'm, you know, emotionally like sad because I haven't gotten to do this or for myself or something, you can pinpoint that and be like, okay, I'm going to do this. But when it comes to your hormones, it's like you can't always pinpoint it because your hormones can just make you feel a certain way and I don't know it's hard to explain I feel like girls know what I'm talking about but they can induce like anxiety or for some depression or um, panicked feelings or you know whatever that may look like and that definitely can come with with having a baby and those feelings can be scary. And I'll talk a little more about that and my, my feelings with that. But I think first let's start with the, like the great things we've loved about parenting and some of the like positive, cause it has been such a wonderful, beautiful experience while there have been hard times and trials. Like there've been amazing things too. So For definitely sure. want to talk about that as well. For sure. Um, a few of my favorite things, just like little, of course, uh, having a baby and bringing a baby home will change everything. And we said that coming up to having the baby and, and counting down the days and whatever, like a few more days till till everything changes. And you say that, but it's hard to wrap your mind around like kind of exactly what that means. Um, but a baby does change everything for good not for bad, but like for challenge, it's like challenging and good there. Do you know what I'm saying? Does that yeah. make sense? Yes. Because I don't, I don't want to say, I know a lot of people say like having a baby, there's a love like no other, but I don't think I necessarily agree with that. Like there is nothing like loving a child, like loving a, uh, an animal or loving your spouse or loving a friend. That's. I think you mean maybe just because we've had this conversation, it's not necessarily that you're disagreeing with a love like no other because it is a love like no other, but maybe like the greatest love. Yeah. Like it being like, this is the greatest love. And maybe that is the case for some people, but yeah. I guess like we, it's a different kind of love. Right. Cause I almost, and, and we're trying to get to the good, the good parts of it. Cause there are so many great parts of being a parent and having a child and having a baby and raising a child just from the little five and a half weeks we've seen of it but on the other hand i don't want to just like 
kind of uh what's the saying blow smoke up your butt right or, or sugar coat or sugar coat yeah 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 to say like it's the greatest experience of my life because currently i wouldn't necessarily say that for sure i think too for us it wasn't this sense of we can't wait to be parents like this is what we've dreamed of our whole lives is you know being parents and and things like that so i think that also factors into it um i think the fact that we did love our lives so much for the 10 years that we were together before this baby and then you bring her into the picture and while we have so much love for her and we are having fun with this experience it is very different a lot harder a lot more uh stimulating and responsibility and you know all demanding demanding than our life before so it just it for sure takes you know some adjustments and and everything like that but I think some of I think one of my favorite parts of parenting thus far is I love watching you. It's one of the things I love watching. I love watching (laughs) your favorite thing about our baby is me. Is you? (laughs) (laughs) I love watching you with her and her and her watching you. I know that sounds weird, but I'll I'll make comments. I'll be like, she's looking at you or she's staring at you, and you're doing something just like watching you and. And kind of like learning from you and everything like that. And then, you know, I love little little things that she does when you pull the bottle. We pull the bottle out of her mouth and she does this little cute thing with her mouth. Or And she starts hyperventilating. You pull the bottle out and she's like... <laughs> Yeah, and like start reaching for her, her, her uh, limbs start kind of squirming, like trying to get the bottle back. She may like whine like a little. Eh. Right. And then I think my ultimate like favorite thing that I've just kind of figured out recently is when we just are looking into like I'm holding her and we just like are looking at each other and like looking into her eyes. And I'm just like, oh, I just love you. Like I'm fit. The longer time goes on, the more just love that I feel for her. And I'm just, I love to like look at her and just like hold her and just cuddle with her. And it's just, it's very sweet. Yeah. I think that kind of brings a few things into my head that I really love. One is if I have her on like the changing table, she's usually pretty uh, content but she just kind of looks at me and like looks around. And so I can interact with her. I can talk to her and you can kind of tell that she is aware that you're there and that you're saying and that you're interacting with her. She, she isn't able to talk back yet or to really interact much at all, but just her being aware that like seeing me and hearing my voice and kind of my voice is able to like she'll if I say something her breathing will slow to make sure she's like can alert hear and you. hear yeah can yeah. hear and like just different things or if I like say or get really close to her face she kind of like her eyes get big to like make sure she's seeing everything and so that's one of my favorite parts is just like her being able to start being aware and interact with us for sure yeah she does that when she's like sucking on her pacifier and I'll like start talking to her and she'll stop and yeah, get real still and just uh-huh. watch. And then when I stop talking for a second, she'll start like sucking back again. So that's, yeah. yeah, it's cool just watching her continue to grow and develop and, you know, just become more aware and just this sweet little thing that we created together that relies on us so much for everything and just so innocent and pure. And yes, I, and I think it's good to say here that 
we are so incredibly thankful to have a baby. Like I know so many people don't get this opportunity and so many people have to pay tons of money to try to see if they can have a baby or go through IVF or go through certain fertility uh, procedures to try and get this experience. And some people are just never able to, or they have to adopt or they have to do other things to get this. So when we do end up talking about challenges and the tough parts and the rough parts and, and our experience with it, just know that on the other side, there's always this, we understand that we are incredibly blessed to be able to be in this position and have a baby girl who's healthy because there's a lot of people who do get a baby, but they're not healthy and they have tough circumstances and tough challenges that we aren't, we haven't faced yet. And Lord willing, we aren't going to face, but just that there is, we're always so incredibly thankful and we, we never take this baby for granted and the life that, that we've been given. Yeah, for sure. No, I agree with that a hundred percent retweet. Um, we are so thankful and, um, anything that we're sharing is just what has been real and reality to us and um, not that we're trying to complain about things, but just life is hard. A newborn is hard and everybody has different experiences and, you know, maybe someone out there didn't have the same experience as us or won't have the same experience. And it's all rainbows, butterflies and bliss. And I think that that's absolutely amazing. And, um, I mean, I would venture to say that we like have the mindset of making the best of every situation, you know, and, and just learning and growing and, you know, how can we make this good and how can we make this experience positive and so um I think just everything that we're going to share has just been what's real to us and learning curves and everything like that but yes so incredibly thankful for a happy healthy baby and a sweet little angel and our family so for sure I think a good place to start which we've already started we're like (laughs) 15 minutes in but right um to transition, I feel like talking about the well-being of the mind and the, the the emotions and the physical, you have certain levels. Like, let's say all of those potentially can be at 100%. Well, having a baby and and having a life change like that, it it was tough on you and me just because prior to that, we spent 10 years of pouring all of our physical, mental, and emotional energy pretty much into each other. All of the time we have in a day, we were able to devote to either ourselves, what we wanted to do, what we needed to do, work, eating, uh, working out. Traveling. Traveling, yeah. Going to coffee shops, shopping, whatever it was, that was either to benefit us or to benefit the other person. I would do things in the day for Kemper. Kemper would do things in the day for me. And so whenever you throw a baby into that, all of your resources, your time, your energy, mental energy, physical energy, emotional energy, um, they, this baby is demanding of that. It's taking that without really us having an option. You can't just neglect it and like, okay, I don't have time right now. You go in your room. I'll come back to you in a few hours. There's no option really with that the baby just kind of comes in and just starts 
taking from all of those different banks of resources and even your well-being. We, we, we didn't sleep the first night. We didn't sleep the second night. We really didn't sleep the third night. That takes a toll on all of those kind of banks of energies, so like your, your mental energy, your emotional energy. It just kind of saps it, and you don't get to regain that. All of this to say that that was really one of the biggest feelings for me in the beginning of the difficulties of having a child. Yeah, for sure. That was one of the few that was really hard. It was just a shock to our system of of not being able to. And it's something I feel like, like we said, we we tried to prepare our best. It's not like we just this slapped us in the face out of nowhere. We knew we were like, okay, it's going to be different whenever she gets here, you know, like it's not going to be just us anymore, but it just, nothing can actually prepare you for what that looks like. And I think not only did we have 10 years of time together, we are just so emotionally like connected and our love is so deep. So I think with that, it is was even more shocking because we weren't being able to pour into each other like we normally do. And we, I mean, I for a week straight, I would say probably 10 different times, we both would just start crying. Either I would start crying and then you would start crying or you would cry and then I would cry. We would be on a walk and my mom would be here watching her and just so we could get out and be together for a second and we would cry on the walk. And you have said it's almost in a sense of like we were mourning our old life, like because it, it in a sense is forever changed. So we were just kind of like mourning that and it was almost like a, a breakup, even though we weren't breaking up and, and thankfully, you know, Avali coming in, coming into our lives hasn't caused a strain on our marriage in a sense of disconnecting us or us having arguments or anything like that. But just this sense of not, like you said, being able to pour into each other as much. So it almost felt like a breakup in a sense. But with that being said, the weeks after that, got so much better. Like we just didn't feel normal. We didn't feel like our normal selves. And I think that was really hard too. It was just so different and so time consuming, but we were like, are, are, are we going to feel like this forever? Are our lives always going to, you know, feel like this. And then as the days went on, we started to feel more normal again. We were getting the hang of it. We were getting into a routine of things. We were being able to get away every now and then and spend time with each other and then just learning to manage her so that even when we're here at home, we're able to find times to pour into each other and to spend some time together and everything like that. So while that was extremely hard and shocking and scary at the beginning, it has completely gotten better. And I would say at this point, we feel very back to normal and back to our like old selves with a refinement and an adjustment like there is obviously a new life in the picture but we feel a lot more normal again yeah and in that first week kind of you were talking about the first week we cried 10 times off and on yes your hormones which I was crying too so I can't I'm not I, know, I wasn't, I'm like, I wasn't, it wasn't, all the no, I wasn't about to blame it on your hormones I was just saying like your hormones uh, affect everything as as a woman i've just i don't know that i'm just seeing kipper and, and what i experienced with her your hormones can affect you physically it can affect you emotionally it can affect you mentally um 
we rely on each other so much emotionally day in and day out. We just have so much time and energy and whatever. Once the baby got here, you said kind of mourning the loss. I think that's the part we didn't realize was going to affect us so much. Like we knew everything was going to change. And when it did, we, we, we kind of would have been fine. I didn't realize that the loss of who the life we had was going to hurt so bad. Right. And like in the beginning, you don't know if that's, if you only lose that life you had for a week or not lose it, but it changes drastically. Um, You don't fully lose it. It's just, you don't have the amount of time or energy for it anymore. So your life kind of does change forever. Like they say, but there was a lot of pain there and worry on my end for sure. And I believe on your end too, that how long is this going to last? Will we never be able to have time for each other again? Or will we ever like, will we ever feel the same way we did before we had the kid or before the birth of Avila or whatever? Like that was, I was very concerned. And I think you were very concerned as well that we permanently lost a part of us that we'll never be able to regain again and kind of like you said as the weeks and you would reach out to people and they would they would tell you mothers that have that are six months into it two years into it whatever they would say give it time it gets better uh things change quickly you'll be feeling better like and we we just trusted that and we relied on that and it's true as time goes on as the week's pass as the days pass even you do kind of start to feel yourself you start to get little pieces of how you felt before you had the baby back and you just yeah it is kind of like you lose a little bit of yourself right at the beginning but then as time goes on you either start to accept this new self or you do get little pieces of your old self back and I don't really know that's just (laughs) I don't want to sum it up like that because there's a lot to talk about too in there, but yeah, no, for sure. I I think just as time has gone on too, it's felt more like Avali is less of this foreign like thing in our house. And she's just kind of like fit more into like us and our lives and like us feeling like one unit and where it was, yeah. we were a unit and then she was this unit that we were having to, separate our mental emotional and every like energy and everything for and now we're being able to kind of function again as like one unit she's fitting back into or she's fitting into our lives and everything like that but another um hard thing for me was I did have a c-section um Avali was breech and so I had to have a c-section um and the recovery for that, and th- that was that was the thing for me. I didn't listen to podcasts. I didn't have a ton of friends that had had babies or that I had had conversations with about everything. I hadn't researched about it or any of that. So I just personally didn't have a lot of awareness on certain things. So maybe that was my own fault for not being educated and feeling like, man, I wish I would have known these things that I feel like people don't talk about but maybe that's not the case maybe people do talk about it and I just was oblivious to it but 
um, with the C-section, the recovery was really tough. And I think for me too, I just don't do well with not being able to have control of my body or my body feel normal or be able to get up and walk around. I'll almost like rebel against it and like the pain. And I'm like, no, I'm going to like, I'm walking around. I don't like, you know, which you can't do that. You just had a major surgery and you have to give your body six weeks to recover, which is a really long time. And so the first few days you can barely walk and then you have this newborn and you're having to learn how to change diapers and how to feed and breastfeed and keep her alive. And just so it's just the surgery mixed in with with all of the things of a newborn and trying to recover from that, that was pretty intense for me. And then just like not being able to, you know, live your normal lifestyle of working out and, and just doing normal things and just being able to get around normally or bend over or, you know, pick up things. And so that was, I would say the first several days to a week um, with that were pretty rough. But again, just like the other thing, as time went on, as the weeks went on, you're healing and you get better and it's so much better. So it's really just, and I'm going to touch on something else too, the hormones, but everything in that first week, like that is when everything is the most heightened and intense. Your pain from the surgery, your shock to the system of this new and changing thing, your hormones, just there's so much going on in that first week that it is just overwhelming and shocking for sure. Yeah, I think your recovery went as good as it could have, especially with with it being a major surgery and you're at home. You were moving around very quickly. But one of the biggest things with all of that, you're having to learn, too, what you can and can't do with your body as far as kind of moving around the house. What feels good? Can I sit up? Should I sit up? Should I do this? Should I pick this up? All of that on top of kind of like you said, feeding, how to go about it. Do I pump? Do I use a haka? Should I how many ounces? When to feed? How long to feed? Do I burp? This in every little aspect, you're having to learn so much, even with changing a diaper. It's like. Okay, where do the tabs go? Do they go tight? Do they go looser? Where do I wipe? You wipe this. Do I need to wipe this? How hard do I wipe? It's like every little experience and task is so demanding mentally and emotionally and physically. And and I this is this was kind of my experience in it all. It's just all of those things are so demanding that any second you have where you're not doing that, you just realize how exhausted you are and you have no energy to be yourself, to pour into you. I mean, when you're not doing that, you're just trying to eat or trying to clean up all the diapers or all the messes or all the boxes or all the whatever. You're just, you're when you're not being literally just like drained and the, all the energy and mental and stimulation being sucked out of you, you have other stuff to do as far as being a human and like in your own world and in your own house and doing, I don't know when people have work, like, which we had work too, but luckily we were able to work from home and do things from home. So, I mean, it's just, it was so much in the beginning. I know you were talking about C-section, but that was just that, just the little thing you said about the different things you have to learn. There's so much to learn with a baby that you have to learn. There's no other choice but to learn it in the time the baby's teaching you what their cries are, what their wands sound like, uh, deciphering, okay, can I hold her this way? What works best? Oh, she doesn't like this. Let me turn her this way. Like, 
it's just so much to learn and so demanding. Oh, and and <laughs> just having PTSD. About, yeah, I'm like sweating. <laughs> no, nah, it's just it is a lot. No, yeah, that first week is for us, anyways, was definitely like survive mode. Like just trying to survive. And I know for me, I get very just overwhelmed and overstimulated very easily. Um, and then also I don't like change. So it, all of that combined for me was just, you know, that's why I think it was so hard for me. But to touch on the hormones, this was a big. F- we got to whine him, baby. Hold on. Baby is crying. Please pause for a brief intermission. She's probably getting hungry. I can hold her. <laughs> Avalai is now in the room with us. Avalai is in the room. Okay, so we gotta we gotta wrap this up. <laughs> we don't know how that's our lives these days. We'll be eating dinner and we're like hurry, yeah. like speedy. We don't know how long we have. You do as much as you can while she's content, and because you know she's like you're gonna have to do something soon. Right? No, she's a great baby too. Like it's just getting close to her eat time, but she really doesn't cry, and uh, we've kind of figured out w- what she needs and why she's crying. And she, she really ha- is a great baby. Yeah, she has her days. She we've we've had some days where she's whining a good bit, but you do kind of learn like okay, maybe we do this next time. Maybe yeah. we try this next time and, and figure out how to make them whine the least amount as possible. She's perfect. She doesn't whine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, really quickly with the hormones. Um, again, I, I would say my hormones are generally pretty stable and like leveled out. I don't really have ups and downs, highs and lows and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> Parent life. <laughs> Here, I can hold her. There's just maybe a little crying in the back, little whimpers in the background, but podcasts be looking different these days. <laughs> um, I'm pretty t- typically just like emotionally, just kind of um, level. Like I said, not a lot of highs or lows. So I'm not used to. Um, feeling anxious or anything like that, having like depressing type feelings or anything like that. I've, I've heard of postpartum depression, but I didn't even really know what that was. And I didn't really look into it because I was like, Oh, I'm not like a a depressed, you know, I don't struggle with depression. And so I don't really have to worry about that. So I just didn't really know what to possibly expect. And I think that's why it was important to me to share um, because I just wish that I would have known the possibility. And again, maybe other people don't deal with these feelings. But for me, the first few days that we were home from the hospital, I am sure it was a mix of sleep deprivation and the hormones, but I was unwell. I was panicking and like just felt like crying and I didn't feel ever anything negative towards Avali. And I know some people can struggle with that. Even they're like feeling negative feelings towards their baby or I like don't want anything to do with the baby and you know, things like that. And that's not even 
I would say a lot of the time something people can control. So it's just your hormones are being crazy and like doing crazy things. And for me, it was just these overwhelming feelings of anxiousness. I thought I knew what like anxiety was and I would kind of throw around the term like, oh, I'm anxious or something. But that was something I have never experienced before and I didn't know what was going on and why I was feeling that way. It The best way I can describe it is I was just, I felt like I was on the verge of like a panic attack for those first few days and I couldn't pinpoint it. And I think that's what's so scary is I would say I'm pretty like emotionally aware with myself. And if I'm feeling any certain ways, I can usually pinpoint it and know why and, and fix it. But with this, I couldn't. And I think it was just, like I said, the major change, sleep deprivation, the hormones, just a total and complete shock to the system. And for me, it was one of the scariest things I've ever dealt with in my life because I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what I was feeling was normal. And I also didn't know how long it was going to last. And so I think that's what made it so scary for me. But I ended up reaching out to my sister-in-law and then one of my best friends who both have had children and I was just like, is this normal? Why am I feeling this way? This is really scary. And both of them were like, you're fine. Like, this is totally normal. I experienced this or something or something similar. (laughs) She said, mom, you're taking way too long. It's okay. Uh, you said that that was probably one of the hard, the hardest week of your life. Probably, yeah, you no, still agree with that for sure. No, that definitely was one of the hardest weeks of my life. Just high, like major change, just hormones and it being scary. From recovering from surgery, it was a lot. But all that to say, with the hormones, when they were telling me like this is normal, you're fine, like. It, it lasts for, it's a, you know, it's short-lived, it will pass, like, I promise, I promise, I promise it'll get better, and when you're in the moment, it's scary, because you're like, when is this going to end, how long, how long am I going to feel this way, and I was like, I can't do this, like, for much longer, this is, like, terrible, and just, like, the feelings were just overwhelming, but. And that, and then the biggest of worry of that is that it wouldn't, like, that that's permanent feelings, yeah. you're never going to feel. Like that, that's just what having a baby feels like is right. you're anxious all the time. You're on the verge of a panic attack. Yes. Your mind starts telling you that like, this is how it is. This isn't going to change. There's no light. It's just, this is darkness and there's no end in sight. And I've heard people talk about hormones. Like they're like, oh, when you get home, you're just going to look at her and cry. You're, you're going to see a commercial and like, you're going to cry. And it was like, this was something entirely different from that. I'm yeah. like, I don't know, like if that was just y'all were sugarcoating it, but this was something completely, you know, different from that. And when I would look at her, it did heighten all of those feelings. And again, I, I just think it's your hormones and sleep deprivation and yeah, everything said, trying to regulate. You said you couldn't look at her like. Yes. And it wasn't this sense of I couldn't look at her because I felt like negative or bitter feelings like towards her at all but it just intensified what i was feeling talk about intense feelings (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, it just intensified what I was already feeling. I would look at her and those just feelings of like anxiousness and like panic and things would intensify. I think there's just this natural like bond and connection and care and love for her. And then that's just being piled on top of, you know, the newness, the change, the hormones, the sleep deprivation. And it was just a lot. And I mean, that's just part of what factored into that first week being so hard and and just trying to figure everything out. But just like with everything else that we've talked about, for me, that only lasted a few days. I think some people call that like baby blues or something like that. But it only lasted a few days for me. And then it was regulating out and I noticed too for me it was hap- it would happen at nighttime like in the evenings so I remember the first night that it didn't happen and I wasn't feeling that I was like oh thank god like I think I'm out of this like I think I'm past it but which it could also be just you wake up and you're feeling hopeful and some levels are restored your energies and then towards the end of the day, everything's kind of starting to get drained. And you then know the, you're about to be woken up in yes, the middle of the, the night, night times five are times. Tough. <laughs> yeah, they were. No, I mean, again, I didn't know that that's what it was. Like, I couldn't pinpoint that that was what it was. I think it was honestly just everything. But again, that first week for us was just pretty darn rough and just really hard and um, figuring everything out. But there is light and like just don't be discouraged and you know that's why we share all of this is just wanting other new parents out there to know that it if you feel overwhelmed or you're feeling like this is hard or this is a lot this is so much change like I don't think I can do this just it will get better and you will get into a routine and you will figure this new life and situation out and It just gets better and better. It really does. That first week is rough, but you will make it out. I promise. For sure. Yeah, no, there's there's an end in sight if you are feeling down. What's that saying? Uh, This too shall pass. Yes. It's like any negative, which sometimes it takes a year. Like I know postpartum depression, like long term is a real thing and some people do have to get help and and get and do certain things to to figure out how to live with that and how to cope and how to manage it um but for us we were blessed enough that it was only a week or two and we started we could see the light we could see the the reward and the benefits and the the kind of like Kim was saying the positive in it um we're not just like necessarily toxic positivity but we both operate better if we're able to see the good in things. And so, of course, with a baby, like I said at the beginning, there's always on the other side of it, the good. And you know that you're blessed and you know that this child is means so much to you and you love her so much. But it's hard to see past the challenges that you're facing in the moment with your emotions and your mental and whatever. Definitely. It's so important to feel and fully what is the saying? It's like you have to feel you have to my brain's kind of fried today for some reason. The saying like you have to feel it to get through it or you have to you know what I'm talking about? No. You have to risk it for the biscuit. No. <laughs> I can't remember what the saying is. My brain's not working today. But it's like basically you have to like 
to get through to the other side, you have to like fill it and go through it and, and just kind of deal with whatever it is you're going through. So I definitely think it is important to feel and just let yourself feel and be in the like valleys sometimes and just like help each other and, and, and get through that with each other and feel it and know those emotions are real and they're okay and cry when you need to cry, step yeah. away when you need to step away and and let yourself feel those things and not just, okay, yeah, it's fine and not deal with those emotions because I think they will just bottle up, bottle up. But I think, you know, that's where we kind of got to is at the point that you do that and it's time to, okay, like, let's move forward. Let's look at the positive sides of this or let's look at the good aspects of this and, and, you know, just move into a positive direction and try not to stay in those, in those negative feelings and, and, and sit in that for too long. It's definitely important to like face them and feel them and everything like that. I'll say this, and I feel like you'll probably never hear this, which again, maybe you you said it's just our faults for not looking into the tough parts of being a parent, but I don't think you'll hear this anywhere else. The first week that we had Avali, we were sad. Like, and for me, the sadness outweighed the happiness. For sure. Our old lives were still so close and like within reach, like just yesterday or a few days ago we were still living our like old lives and everything like that which as we said like we loved life together and it was so happy and so like amazing and wonderful that that was still so close that it we're in this really the hardest week of our lives and it's so easy to look back on those few days and be like oh just a few days ago like it wasn't like this and we were able to watch tv for two three hours in the evening we yes you could do whatever you wanted like when it's just us two we did whatever we wanted whenever we wanted and it just wasn't like that anymore for sure it has just been to sum it all up a major major adjustment and it's easy to hear that and but it's just kind of different until you actually experience it. But I think gaining knowledge and hearing other people's experiences and stories can prepare you, not scare you and not, you know, you may have a completely different experience, but it's just having that little tidbit of knowledge in the back of your mind to go, okay, if this does happen to me, it's okay. And it's normal. And people get through this. Yeah. Millions of people do this every day, which is also shocking to me because it is such a hard thing to do that I'm, you know, now after being in this experience, I look at moms and, and dads in a totally different light. And I'm like, y'all are all superheroes. This is insane. (laughs) But no, I mean, at the end of the day, it has been such a hard, but beautiful and rewarding and like fulfilling journey. And we feel so much love for her and for each other and just really thankful that we have her and that we're getting to experience this and be on this journey. Yeah. And that we made it out of the sadness. That we made it out alive. Yeah. It, it's yeah. I just, I can't stress it enough that, which maybe, and I, I hate to go back into something, but another thought that we've had and we discussed and we wanted to share is that people may not experience this and that's okay too. If you just experience the great parts of it, it, 
that's awesome because Kemper and I are very like emotional beings. And we, like you said at the beginning, we're very into each other and we, we like to, we'll sit there for hours and hours with friends and people and just dive into emotions. And a lot of people feel emotions and emotional like connection with babies, any baby, every baby, especially women, you have this instinct that just babies bring on good emotions and they just, they uplift your emotions and whatever. Well, we, we've never really had that. Right. It's like serotonin or like something in women. I feel like that's like they see a baby and it's like, oh, like I have never been like that. I'm like that with animals. But yeah, I've never been like that with babies. But my mom is the same way. So I think that's what made me always feel like so reassured because my mom loves us so much and was like such a great nurturing mom and like still to this day just loves and cares for us so much and nurtures us and does whatever you know would do anything in the world for us so me being able to see that she's not like this has never been this big kid baby person and how the love that she had for us it it made me feel secure and being you know because I did have that thought like what if I don't like love this baby like as much you know whatever but you do like you there's just this great like love that is just very different and would make jokes too like jordan would be like are you gonna love our our daughter more than me and like it's just such a different love like completely they're just in different like spaces in your heart but if you had to like measure them which one would it be Hey, one of us can leave you and one of us can't. Just one of us will remember what you say right here and one of us won't. So pick wisely. No comment. Oh my goodness. No, I love I love you so much. That's the thing. That's what that's it's my different. I get it's it. It's so different. And like the love I have for you is like overwhelming just, and all consuming. And I'm so in love with you. We've been together for over ten years and she has been in our lives for six weeks but it's like she's an extension of our love it's like you are the love and she's an extension of that if that makes sense so it's just it will never compare or be the same yeah it's okay baby don't worry (laughs) i think and wrapping all this up just thinking back through the conversation like for me and and i wish more people could be aware of this talking about the mental emotional and physical energies and levels a baby for me did more damage to those levels in the first couple of weeks than she did benefit those levels. For sure. My love I felt for her, it was there. It was great from the, from the beginning. I've had an instant connection with her, which I'm thankful some people don't, but especially guys, but I've had an instant connection and I love this little girl with all of my heart and would do anything in the world for her. But in the beginning, the 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 damage kind of like just on our emotions and and not being able to sleep on our physical and mental well-being she did a lot more of that damaging to me than she did benefit or reward other than just the love and the connection and the blessing there's not really just there's not quantifiable uh quantifiable benefits um, if that's even a word or if that even makes sense. <laughs> right. No, I, I agree with that completely. And, and maybe that's why we don't hear a ton of people say that because you kind of like, or like, this sounds really bad. And like, I should probably, I should feel guilty or, or I kind of do feel like guilty for saying something like that. But 
it is just the truth the and the truth, reality yeah. and and our truth and reality anyways right. and and again doesn't take away from the love that we have for her but for us just in that first week it was very hard it was just very tough but i will say jordan is literally the best dad of all time don't make that face <laughs> and, and i knew it like I know how he's loved and treated me for the past 10 years that we've been together and his willingness to learn and grow together. And so I knew that he was going to be the most amazing dad and everyone around him says that and tells him that, but to watch it lived out and to just how much help he is and just literally, I don't think that there's any other man out there like this man. And You've been an absolutely amazing dad and help and literally no possible way I could have done this without you. So I'm just very thankful that I know this. there's single moms out there or people who maybe their partner isn't as helpful. And I literally cannot imagine because it is such a tough experience, but you have literally made it so much better and i couldn't have done any of this without you so i'm incredibly thankful for that that means a lot <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> um i would yeah i don't want to be cliche and be like oh you're the greatest mother of all time it is true i think i just i knew you had it in you like from the beginning i knew uh, all of the qualities your gentleness kindness caring selflessness compassion all of that is just, it's perfect for a mother. And so just seeing you learn and grow and become that is special to watch. And I love you. I love you. And that's I'm, why, that's why, what? I'm about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's called better half though, you know, where, right. where I'm fall short, you're better. And it's just, I don't know. It's just always good to, yeah, see the good in your partner and, and then see the good in your baby. And she has, <laughs> I guess she's wanting to, Say oh, <laughs> yes. welcome to the podcast, right? <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Tell them how hungry you are. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. What do you want? Some milk. Milks. Hearing other parents' baby talk has to be the worst. Okay, well, we're going to feed this little angel, and yeah, I think we covered everything. Look, our lives are pretty scattered and chaotic. <laughs> this episode is probably a perfect reflection of life lately, right. but... Um, Hopefully you get a little bit of the picture of what we dealt with and what we went through, and just kind of like you said, encouraging for all the parents out there that no matter what you're feeling, it does get better. And, and having, being a parent is the best, one of the best experiences in the world. That first week wasn't, <laughs> but as it continues, it is one of the best experiences. Totally. And if you guys have any questions or you need somebody to talk to, we're here. Um, but yeah, we're about to go feed our baby. So we'll catch you guys in uh, two weeks. Yeah. All right. See Who you knows then. what we'll be talking about, but <laughs> we'll be talking. Right. All right. See you guys then. Bye.